Good morning, good evening, it girls, and I am so excited for today's episode, or, or good afternoon as well. Updates for today, not many updates for today, just want to say thank you so much for all of the love and all of the support, and well, a little update, because I got to tell y'all how my day is going, <laughs> y'all know. I, if it seems like I'm rushing this episode, I don't want it to seem that way, but I am extremely, extremely, extremely hot. Um, This is actually going to turn into another podcast episode, but just a small update, what I've kind of been going through, my AC is out in my building. I've been having, well, on my floor, I've been having HVAC problems since I moved in, really, since I've moved to DC, and it's just caused me to spiral, um, and it also kind of hand in hand to this episode of worrying constantly, and worry, and anxiety, and so I'm sitting in my room like, y'all, I am so hot in my place. I had to, they gave me like a window unit, but the unit is so loud that I had to turn it off to record this episode. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, baby, it is 76 degrees so far in this place. I didn't want to disrupt you all with the audio. I, I'd rather sit in the sauna than have you know, just really bad audio quality for you all because I don't know, y'all are my like girl gang. Like, I don't, I don't want to put out crap. Like, I, you know, so yeah, that's my dilemma of what's going on right now, and it's a great segue into what we're going to talk about in today's episode because as I was moving and preparing to move to a new city, so let me set the scene. Like, this is the first time of me living somewhere outside of college. So I'm having to make new friends outside of college as an adult. And I don't have any family that live in DC either. Like I do have like mom's friends that live, you know, further out, but there's really no family that I have here. So I feel like a little lone wolf on this island. When I first got here, I didn't really feel it as much because I am the only child. So I'm kind of used to doing things alone, but after a while, it's like, all right, now we're knocking on June and I have made one friend, which I'm, I'm super excited and I'm very grateful for her. And I just continue to pray, but I know that I'm in this period of preparation and with a period of preparation or chapter of preparation to prepare me for my next chapter in life. I know that worry and anxiety always seems to to follow, to creep up, and to try to, like, open the door. Like, baby, the door is closed. And then in the words of NeNe Leakes, the door is closed. But for some reason, every time I have a life change, and I'm pretty sure that you can attest to this while listening to this, every time I have a life change, a new chapter, um, a new blessing, like graduating college was a huge milestone, right? I'm going to use that for an example. Graduating high school is a huge milestone as well. But with that came me worrying about what is to come. And it is not our place to worry about what is to come. Like we can only control ourselves. We can't control the guy that we're dating. We can't control the friend that we're getting to know or the friend that we might have to cut loose or our dog or our parents, or whatever, our children, we can only control ourselves. And then with that, being obsessed with not only wanting control other, uh, to control other people, I was obsessed in wanting, control, wanting to control like my fate or 
where I felt like I needed to and where I want to go. There's a difference in setting goals and right having to talk to the person or the man or <laughs> talk to God who created. Oh snap, y'all! Not I'm burning my um I'm burning my non bread. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is actually hilarious. I was making some non bread so I could make some av like put avocado on it to make like avocado toast but with non bread. And y'all, I'm sitting here and I'm smelling something burning. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, God, that didn't start a fire or nothing. But it's completely black and I just have to throw it away. Anyway, but <laughs> where was I at? Um, with the possibility of always wanting to control my future. And it got to the point where, you know, I did talk in previous episodes about like my bout with yoga. And I highly encourage you all to listen to the episode about spiritual warfare. We're going to have more episodes to come with spiritual warfare because it seems never ending, right? There's always a battle to be had. There are battles going around us that we cannot see. And worrying is literally included in one of those battles. The spirit of fear, the spirit of anxiousness, the spirit of worry is not a spirit that comes from God. Because at the end of the day, God is our provider. And worry, when God opened up my eyes like to just humble me, when I'm constantly dealing with worry, you know, and it, like I said, it's not all the time, right? But it always seems to happen when I have like this new level up or this new chapter or God is unlocking me to a new place in my life, worry starts to creep in and it really shows up as worry, but truly it's a lack of trust. And it could also be a lack of faith, but a lack of truly trusting the Lord. Because when you truly trust somebody, right, you're not worried about what is to come you see those relationships like from okay my parents for an example when people my parents have been married for over 30 years right and my mom has my dad's phone password my dad has my mom's phone password like she could pick up his phone go through his phone or pick up his phone answer text message from him like for him or whatever they have no worry both of them have no worry about what is currently going on in their marriage and their relationship now this might sound crazy to some people right well, i'm online and i hear people talk why are you going through my phone why do you even need the password to my phone why you know because my mom and my dad understand when you're married you become one with everything my dad's phone is my mom's phone. My mom's phone is my dad's phone. And it, it's so funny because my dad doesn't even have social media or nothing. Like, he barely even knows how to work his phone. So, really, he should be happy that my mom has his passcode. But anyway, <laughs> with that, there's no worry because she fully trusts him and vice versa. But I realized that I was not trusting God with whatever I felt like I needed or wanted. Or there's some times in life where you need something that you don't even know that you need. And not fully trusting him can cause us to take matters into our own hands. And we are not the author of our books. I like to like, I, you know that saying on TikTok where it's like main character energy, right? And it, it's cute, definitely. I feel like I give main character energy, right? But then I have to understand that I am a character in a book but it's like, it's a larger book. This world is more than just me because the things that I do can affect not only me, but maybe my parents, my children who aren't born yet, their children who aren't born yet, their children who aren't born yet. So when you get into this cycle of 
I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And I'm truly just Imani am not fully equipped to take matters into my own hands. <laughs> like, there's no way, right? Especially when it comes to dealing with the enemy and everything that entails. And the enemy is here to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he's not going to stop until he tries to do that. But, I mean, we know the end for it's written. But he's not going to stop because the enemy is not just out for a little anxiety. The, en the enemy is out for your soul. And I have to constantly remind us that because this little worry, baby, let me tell y'all, let's, let's get into the real tea. Well, that was tea, but let's get into the real tea personally of me and my worry and how this kind of led me down a never ending rabbit hole. First things first, in between, I want to say there's two separate parts of me and the whole worry rabbit hole. The first was when I moved to D.C., and like I said before, this is a place where, you know, I don't really have, I don't have family here at all. And so I worried about, okay, I don't have family here. What if something were to happen to me? I get in my place and I worry about like just the most outrageous things. Like what if someone's apartment catches on fire and then mine catches on fire or just random things that would pop up in my head throughout the day. I would worry about the smallest things. Am I going to get fired at work? Is this up to par at work? Is, you know, my, my job on the line? Is my, am I going to be alive tomorrow? I would start to worry about the craziest things while I was supposed to focus on what God has me focusing on, and it's actually this, this podcast. And I would put things off, and I would get into this worry of, okay, I, what if I don't have the funds? I need to constantly find out a new way to make money and have multiple streams of income. And having multiple streams of income is very important to generational wealth, right? But when it's taking you off your path and off the path that God wants for you and your purpose, then it's merely a distraction. And we know what happens with distractions. I've talked about this early in the episode. My word for this year for me is focused. And that's the word that God has given me because of me worrying and trying to forge my own path, which is not the right path, right? But I do have the right to forge my own path, but that does not necessarily make it right or the best path for me because my resources are limited and I do not have the power to fight off the enemy by myself. So that would go into one thing in just my day-to-day -day life. I found myself not being able to focus on the simplest task because I was worried about the task or something else. And then because of that, I was forging my own path. And I would want to say, especially when it came to comes to like me dating too, I had this plan that I laid out for myself a while ago. And in my head, I would have been married by now. I've always wanted to be married at a younger age. And some people, when I would like my friends say that to them, they're like, why would you want to be married that young? But you know, it, to each their own, everyone is different. And I definitely can say that just because people marry young does not mean that is incorrect. Just because people marry older does not mean that is incorrect. We all have our own chapters in our life, but the problem lies in where we're planning something and it doesn't come to pass. And so now I'm scrambling, right? I'm holding on to a relationship at the time that 
I should not have been in. And then recently, I got into a relationship that I should not have been in. And there were telltale signs now that I'm a bit older, a bit more mature, a bit wiser. I have a better relationship with the Lord than I did when I was 18 years old. And I actually was beefing with God at 18 years old. Like, let's... (laughs) What, girl? I was beefing with God heavy then, which made me just have crazy choices that just did not align with, you know, what he had for me. But here I am. God has grace. He always forgives us. All we have to do is go to him. But I looked back and with every time I, you know, have a dip in a relationship or I lose a relationship or I sever ties with a a relationship, whether it's mutual, whether it's not mutual, whether I was in agreement of it or whatever, I always try to do like a, a audit of what I should have or what I could have done better or what I should not have done. And I know I'm going down a path of talking about my relationship, but it literally all stems from worrying. And while I was doing this, looking at the relationship that I currently got out of the day before I actually moved here, isn't that crazy? I was like, how did I end up here? Like this all happened really fast. And I can sit here and tell you all every red flag and everything that I felt was just not right for me personally and what I believe in, not necessarily something that was evil, but just certain things that I just necessarily would not have allowed for myself. And I continue trucking on and I looked up while I was he- while I'm here because I have the time. I don't have too many friends. It's the perfect time for me to be isolated. The perfect time for me to be um, within my purpose and to like I don't know, to reflect basically on what I got going on. And it's also a good time for worry to creep in as well, right? And so I was like, how did I even get here? Like for real. And then I remember, like, God pointed out, it was your lack of trust in me. And your lack of trust came from the constant worrying that you are off the path that you tried to create for yourself. And I'm like, oh, you know how sometimes you have conversations with God and, like, he totally humbles you and you just have nothing to say. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) But I, like, I have no words. I have no words to respond. It's, it's totally, it's totally fine. And all of this stemmed from worrying about things that I'm not supposed to worry about. Outside of the constant worry and me ending up in a relationship, and you might be listening to this and might be like, you know, it might not be a relationship for you. It might be something totally different. That worry has caused you to have this mistrust in God, and then you decide to go out on your own whim and decide to focus on whatever else you're supposed to focus, whatever else you're focusing on besides what you're supposed to focus on. And it also can bleed into this door of, self-sabotage as well because when we're off of our purpose and off of the path that God has us on right as women we are sabotaging ourselves it's not hurt it's not hurting God it's like what Beyonce said like you're not lying to me you're lying to yourself we're not hurting God we're actually hurting ourselves, and it's a form of self-sabotage constant worry is self-sabotage and I went on this seven and a half mile walk with my former manager and we talked about so many different things we had a 
a great time. Walking is one of the best things you can do if you have anxiety. If if you can walk, I highly encourage you to go outside and just walk. I promise you it would decrease your stress levels and help with your anxiety. But I do want to say that she had mentioned this book. And it's crazy because I heard this book, I want to say like three, four times before. And I put it on my list. I have book list. I put it on the list on my phone. I have another list on my computer. They're literally completely different lists. And I have another list on my laptop. It's crazy. And I'm like, I heard of this book. And she mentioned it and she was talking about it. And she's like, you have to read this book. So I'm like, okay, okay, God, like I'm going to read this book, right? And the book is called The Mountain Is You, How to Stop Self-Sabotage. And when she first said it, I was like, I mean, I like the first part of the book, girl. The mountain is you. Great. The mountain is me because half the time in life, like we are our own burden, right? The devil can't make you do things. He doesn't really have the authority to make you do anything. But with sin, it kind of bulges, kind of closes the door a little bit between and separates us between us and God. And so that's how the enemy can creep in to get you distracted, to well, you distract yourself to still kill and destroy, right? And latch and latching on. But it takes the smallest thing, a smallest prayer, a smallest just turning back to God for us to experience his love. And I'm like, but I don't self-sabotage. The mountain of you sounds great, but self-sabotage? Mm, I mean, I guess I'll read it because the mountain is me. And so as I'm going through this book, I'm like, what in the world? I did not know worry is a form of self-sabotage. And although the book is not a Christian-based, faith-based book, it is still filled with so many gems and so many ways we can self-sabotage. And I kind of connected it with God and my purpose because I am Christian. Excuse me, y'all. I'm sorry. Girl, it's hot in here. I'm trying to like slow down my breathing as I'm talking to y'all. Because I am Christian, I'm connecting the dots and God is opening up my eyes and how I sabotage my own self every time I go down this worry path. And just like the Israelites, and I literally have been reading, I'm, I'm on Second Chronicles now, y'all, in my studies. And as I've been reading the history of the Old Testament, and I looked at the Israelites, and I'm like, dang, y'all got free from slavery, but yet y'all are worrying about if God is going to feed you. God has led y'all out into the wilderness, and y'all are like, oh my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? Oh my gosh, we should do this. Oh my gosh, we should do that. But God has shown that he can show up and will show up for them. And reading it in hindsight, I'm like, ooh, child, the Israelites are just, they getting on my nerves. And then God is like, well, what you think you're doing? Okay, he didn't say what you think you're doing. But <laughs> take the speck, or what is it? Take the wood out, the speck, the plank out of your eye. <laughs> it's like, well, what, what you think you're doing? Right? I'm like, dang, I get, that's me too. So a couple of things that I have implemented in my life to stop me from worrying is, well, one, I do want to mention, I stopped the yoga. I know I had a whole entire episode on that, but I just feel the need to mention that again. Don't do the yoga. It might look aesthetically pleasing on social media like, oh, it's going to help you relax. No, it's not. It's going to make you more anxious. It's going to, like, I was saved. God saved me from getting too deep into yoga. And I know someone may be listening to this and is like, 
what are you talking about? Go back to my episode of spiritual warfare. But number one, I stopped doing the yoga and yoga is not on my mind. Number two, I think about what is currently in front of me. What am I focusing on? I talked about implementing focusing on one thing at a time because multitasking has created this whole like movement of us trying to do 50 million things at once, even with our lives. Like if I'm focusing on this podcast, I make a lot of time for me to just do this podcast, not do this podcast and have something in the background. Or even when I watch TV, just watch TV and focus on what is in front of me because it trains your mind. So when you're dealing with issues to just focus on what's in front of you, focus at on the task at hand. And then two, I realized that I am a victim of my own decisions. The devil has no authority in Jesus' name to make me do anything. So whenever I'm off a beaten path, whenever I go down this spiral, I have a decision to make. Am I going to continue to spiral? Because that's all that's going to lead to, a complete circling the drain. I have to get out of it, right? And then three, stopping the self-sabotage. Realizing that there are different ways that I can sabotage my own self outside of worry. Of course, this episode is about worry, but every time I'm getting myself off the path and off the work that God has for me, I'm sabotaging myself. No matter if it's worry, no matter if it's anger, no matter if it's envy, no matter if it's jealousy, no matter what it is for that day, for that flavor, I need to understand that I'm sabotaging myself. I'm not sabotaging God. He has a plan and his plan is going to come in fruition. It's already been written. And the last thing I do is find comfort in Bible verses. Like I said, I'm studying the Bible. I'm not a theologist and I'm not in school to study the Bible. I do not know every verse of the Bible, right? But I will say whenever I'm feeling any type of way outside of worry, I will literally go online and say, Bible verses, Google, literally. Bible verses about worry. And so many will pop up. But my favorite Bible verse about worry is Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What will you eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear? It's not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See the flowers of the field and how they grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If it is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thorn into fire, will he not much more clothe you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But first seek his kingdom and all his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. My dad used to always tell me the last verse, verse 34. 
this is Matthew 6, verse 34. And of course, I don't know like the whole 6 through 34, but I just go back and I just read that. And it's, it's such a beautiful, like, it's such a beautiful um, collection of verses. But the last one, my dad would always tell me every time I called him frantically, one, he would always say it could be worse, which literally would irritate me. But it is true. Could be worse. And then two, he would say, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Each new day that you wake up will have its own trouble. Trouble will always be there. It's It will always be there. It's inevitable. You're not Superman. You don't have S on your chest or Superwoman. You're not Batman. Like You're not here to deprive yourself of all this worry tomorrow has enough worry on its own focus on your task at hand focus what you have to do for today for this moment for this hour because the next hour is going to have more troubles the next day will have more troubles the next week will have more troubles there's always going to be troubles in this world so with that i do want to say stop the worry and of course little mention here if you are taking medicine for anxiety this is not what I'm talking about, like a medical induced issue. I'm not a doctor, but what I do know is that I'm talking about like everyday anxieties. And sometimes even the anxiety that we have every day can manifest in getting ourselves and making ourselves sick. Basically when your cortisol levels are up, stress scientifically can make you sick. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to cause yourself to be sick physically because you're worrying about tomorrow when there's always gonna be more to worry about. So stop circling the drain, share this with a friend, and I'll see y'all in the next episode.